0: Did you know, in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. Welcome to Creating Future Leaders. My name is Colleen mccoy sika and I am the Director of Strategic Partnerships for Catholic Education Arizona. And today on the podcast, my guest is from St. Mary's Catholic High School in Phoenix. And I want to welcome Jackie to the program.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me here.
0: Before we jump into your intro and our conversation, let me give our listeners a little bit of background on Catholic Education Arizona. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that turns tax credit contributions from individuals and corporations into scholarships for students. At CEA, we create future leaders. Today's guest is here to promote the great things happening at St. Mary's Catholic High School. Mrs. Jackie Kennedy is in her first year as Director of Recruitment at St. Mary's. Jackie, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, I'm the Director of Recruitment here at St. Mary's. I've been here since July of last year. Um, prior to working at St. Mary's, I worked uh, for the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, working with K-12 through schools uh, around science curriculum. Um, and before that, I worked for the Diocese of Orange Department of Catholic Schools as Marketing and Enrollment Manager for K-8 through schools. I myself am also a parent of a Catholic school child, so I'm really fortunate. I get to see aspects of financial aid and STOs, both as a parent and as someone working in admissions. Agreed. It is so much easier
0: when you can see it from the parent perspective and and really relate to the parents that you're trying to assist. I completely agree with you. I'm in the same boat. So Mm -hmm. Well, good. We're happy to have you, and I'm sure St. Mary's Catholic High School is happy to have you and your fantastic background as well. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about St. Mary's. How long has St. Mary's been around and what are some of the highlights of its history?
1: Great. So St. Mary's is actually the first Catholic high school in Arizona. We're really proud of that. It was established in 1917, so we've been around for over 100 years. And because of that, we have a long history of excellence in our academic programs, our athletics, and our spiritual formation, all of which we're so proud of. So, for example, academically, um, 98% of our high school graduates continue on to colleges. Many is the first in their families to accomplish that milestone. So if you're familiar with any statistics in Arizona, that's amazing. That's a really high uh, percentage of students that end up going to college. And the colleges that our students end up at are really, truly amazing institutions. So some of them include places like Harvard, ASU, Gonzaga, Brown, Stanford, Dartmouth, UCLA, Cornell, Notre Dame University, Thomas Aquinas, and Benedictine College, just to name a few. So whether our kids are going to um, a Public college or a Catholic college, we're definitely seeing our kids end up in really great places. As far as our athletic programs, they're also amazing. We've produced some really great athletes. Most recently, our football program saw uh, Odua Izabor. He was recruited to UCLA. is currently there. Um, We also have Dallas Escobedo. She's on the uh, Mexico's Olympic team for softball. So we're really excited of our um, current athletes. We also produced Jared Bayless and Channing Frye. Both came to St. Mary's, both played for the NBA. Andre Ether was an outfielder for the Dodgers. But really what I love most about our athletic programs is that no matter where our athletes end up, they always feel like St. Mary's is home. And if you haven't had a chance to catch our boys and girls basketball team, definitely encourage you to check us out. They are on fire right now. We um, beat one of our rivals, Brophy, recently. So that was a a nice little thing for us. We were super excited about it. You can check our social media and see some of the past games. And then we're also on fire spiritually. I know spiritually is a little bit harder. Faith formation can be a little bit harder to quantify. But I think the biggest way that we see faith formation and, and the formation that we have for our students is that a lot of our Um, current students are our legacy families. And I think, again, that really shows that faith formation is long lasting in our families. We also have some students who do end up pursuing religious life. So for example, our current campus chaplain. He's actually a St. Mary's graduate, graduated in 2012. And yeah, that's really the clearest way to see the impact of faith formation on our students. So whether it's athletics, academics, or faith formation, we have a lot to offer and we're really excited to be able to offer that to families.
0: Wow, that is fantastic information. You're you're checking off all the boxes here. <laughs> As director of recruitment, you have the opportunity to tell families about St. Mary's best qualities. So I'm sure everything you just told me, that's probably part of the things that you tell families when they come in. But these are all great reasons to come to your school, right? Right. So what makes St. Mary's unique and and sets it apart? Catholic schools schools are known for great academics and activities and all of the things that you mentioned, but what makes St. Mary's different and unique and sets it apart?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So yes, we have great academics, great sports programs, great faith formation. But I think that the thing that really sets us apart is intentionality of our entire program. It's really what makes St. Mary's so unique. So everything we do here is with the goal of the formation of our students as a whole. That means that our curriculum is designed to allow students to know the truth and love the good with God as the foundation of all we do. And that really seeps into all aspects of our school life. So our teachers really care about our students' future, not just academically, but as individuals. And they care about the type of men and women our students grow up to be, right? Our goal is not just to graduate our students and, and lead them to college. It's really to lead them into heaven. So because of this, when you walk on campus, you really see the impact of that approach on, on our kids. They're kind, they're compassionate, they're confident, they're well-spoken, and they're overall really just great kids. Um, and they're scholars and men and women of Christ. So I think that that's really what sets us apart, that you see the intentionality in the product, and the product is our, our students' So I, I just love taking families on tours and and stopping random students and asking them about St. Mary's. And that's really where you see that all of our students are well-spoken. It's not just the ambassadors. It's not the, just the students who are in leadership roles. It's really everyone. Everyone here is just so confident and well-spoken. And I love our student population. And I love our teachers in our faculty.
0: In a year like this, where it was a little bit more difficult to get people on campus to do open houses and things like that, I 100% agree that the biggest selling point of your school is your students. So to get new families to come on campus and walk around, and I mean, the campus is beautiful, of course, meeting the teachers, that's your teachers are, are a wonderful gift to your campus. But for parents, potential parents of students to St. Mary's to come in and meet current students. In their minds, they have to be thinking, that's what I want my child to be. Has there been anything that you've had to do differently this year to try to make those experiences happen to get potential families onto campus?
1: Yeah, we've had to do a lot of things differently this year, a lot of mitigation strategies that have gone into place. We have been really fortunate that we were still able to host some events. But what that meant was that our events were scaled down significantly, and therefore we had to have more events so that we were able to meet the requests of parents trying to come on campus while still making sure that our community was safe and that our prospective families were also safe. So we ended up having a lot of events this year with very small groups of people, uh, that really created that family environment that we're really well known for though. So it worked to our favor. So yes, our, our open house didn't have a hundred people. It had 50 people spread out in a span of, you know, four or five hours, but that really gave us the opportunity to individualize those experiences. Same thing with our shadow date program. We can't have a lot of kids on campus at all times, but we're really making sure that the experiences of the people that are coming onto our campus is unique and that we are allowing them to see this family environment that we've worked so hard to create.
0: Over the years, I've had some really great interactions with your students as well, and I can attest to the truth of what you're saying about, you know, when you meet a St. Mary's student, they don't have to be prepped to say the right things, they really are just, they're formed so well and they really are really just wonderful kids. It's a great community of people. So you talked a little bit already about the alumni that St. Um, that Mary's produces. And we know that St. Mary's graduates, especially 100 years worth of, 100 plus years worth of alumni um, out there in all walks of life and all types of careers. How would you say St. Mary's alumni contribute to the world?
1: Yeah, again, I think formation is so important that regardless of where our alum end up, They really believe in service, service to others, service to the community. And we have great examples of alum, Um, whether they end up as athletes or they end up in politics or they end up in service fields, they are just making an impact in the world. And we have several examples of uh, more recent ones. Like I mentioned, 90% of our students end up going to college, but there are those 2% of students who decide to go into service fields. And we have great alum who do great things. So, for example, um, we have Jose Gabriel Gutierrez, he was class of 2009 and he left St. Mary's and he became a Marine. He's now a retired Marine um, and is now a firefighter here in Arizona. And he really believed that St. Mary's helped form him. He said that between the friendships and high expectations, St. Mary's helped him establish the values of respect, determination, Dedication and selfless service. We also have, um, you know, those students who do go off to college. Juliana Manzanaris, class of two thousand nine, also is an example. She's an associate attorney. Um, Here in Arizona as well, and she was class of two thousand nine. Is currently an associate immigration attorney. Um, She was most recently awarded the twenty twenty community service award, and she believes that Saint Mary's helped shape her. She says that little did I know the core values I was enhancing while at Saint Mary's, those of service to others, integrity, and hard work, would be the backdrop of my work today. So again, those are just two examples of our our current alum and the impact that they're making. But we have like you. Said over a hundred years of generations who have come through, and all of them with the same purpose of, of having that service to others and service to the community, regardless of where they end up. I have several friends who are graduates of St. Mary's, and I I could tell you some stories about <laughs> the great things
0: they're doing in the world too. So yes, what what wonderful um, stories? What what great quotes from your alumni too? So thanks for sharing that. You are Jackie. You are actually new to. Arizona, And you've lived in a couple of other states that did not have any school choice legislation. So in Arizona, tax credit legislation makes affording Catholic education possible for any family that wants it. And I know St. Mary's is one of the schools, you guys do a great job of helping your families get tax credit scholarships to afford the tuition of the school. That's really important to your sustainability. You as a new person to Arizona, how did you react when you first learned about tax credit scholarships here in Arizona and how they help families pay for tuition?
1: Yeah, so I was thrilled to find out that Arizona had had a STOs and tax credits. It's such a blessing. Um, so coming from an admissions perspective, uh, I did work with admissions in California. And I think the hardest part was showing people our Catholic school system and telling them how great it was and showing them how it could change their child's life. And then going through the process and finding out that they really couldn't afford to send their kids to Catholic schools. So you know, obviously, the schools did all they could to um, to be able to support families, but at some point they also need to meet budget and and you know pay teachers and pay salaries. And so in California, it was a big burden for schools to be able to find financing for those families. What ends up happening is that there's really this inequity in Catholic schools where if you can afford it, then you have access to it. and if you can't afford it, then you don't have access to it, and unfortunately, the people who don't have access to it are the people who are most underserved in public schools. So that gap really just widens, um, and it just—it's absolutely heartbreaking. I have so many stories of of people who really needed to send their kids to Catholic schools, and couldn't afford it. And being able to be at a in a state where that's not what's holding parents back where tax credits really help close that achievement gap has been such a relief in terms of admission, because I know that that's not one of the things I need to you know deal with, right? Our finance department works really hard to get that STO money. And as me talking to families, it's really great to be able to tell them, no, there is a way that you can afford Catholic education. I know that you think you can't, but you can. So that's just been such a a blessing. And as you know, you know, Catholic education serves the most underserved in a way that public schools can't. Because of that, having the STOs and, and CEA in particular help us out, they're closing that achievement gap they're helping students who, you know, wouldn't be able to afford Catholic education, be able to come to places like St. Mary's and then therefore go on to college. Uh, Our Catholic schools would look so different if it were not for STOs and CEA. So we're really, truly blessed. And then me as a parent, it was such a blessing to know that I could, you know, tap into these resources that were available for us. Um, Again, it's, it's great not to have to figure out how we're going to pay for tuition and and sending your kids to Catholic school. It is a sacrifice, but it's something that's worth it and something that's more manageable when you have STOs and CEA to help close that gap.
0: The year that I moved here, I moved here in 2013, CEA really helped my family. Moving, as you know, is a very expensive venture. We moved here from um, Indiana. So a cross-country move, new schools, tuition was more here than in the diocese that we came from. So, you know, how are we going to do this? It was such a blessing. It was such a gift to have Catholic Education Arizona in our lives that year. As with all Catholic schools, uh, CEA also has a mission, and our mission is exactly that, and it's to it's to help people afford the Catholic education that they want. And we work really hard to serve the underserved, just as you were saying. So that's all part of our mission and we're happy to do it. So do you have any specific examples of how you work with STOs and how you partner with CEA too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So our director of finance works directly with CEA. Actually, I believe she works with you, Colleen, as well as some of your colleagues. We work with STOs, like I said, directly, we partner with them to provide our families seminars and workshops around STOs so that they can really understand the process and maximize the benefits of, of tax credits. So a lot of times there are those families who kind of fall in between, between getting corporate funding and not qualifying, right? So CEA really helps them understand how they can go about getting tax credits for their child. So again, it really helps families of all different income levels be able to afford Catholic education. And and it's great because like you said, Catholic schools are meant to really serve those underserved communities. And and the impact of Catholic schools in our communities is huge. I mean, you know, there's plenty of data that shows that when a Catholic school closes, it really affects the entire community. And so again, going back to the what is it like being in Arizona, having STOs really helps it so that you don't have to close Catholic schools as often as you do in other states. I mean, how many, how many state? I mean, how many schools did your state have to close down? Did your diocese have to close down? I know New York had problems when we were living in New York and the Diocese of Orange worked really hard not to close Catholic schools, but at some point you just don't meet budget, right? And so it's such a blessing to have the support of STOs and CA in particular to keep our schools alive because it really is such a big impact to the community. So again, CEA partners with us to give those workshops and seminars because a lot of families, myself included, you know, we're unfamiliar with the process. It can seem really daunting to figure out like, how many places you have to apply to and what you have to do and, and taxes in general can be overwhelming to families, but CA and those workshops that you provide, they really make it easy to understand and grasp what is needed in order to help your kids get through Catholic school with that assistance. We're so blessed to have that partnership, both with your organization and with other STOs to be able to help families Uh, afford a Catholic education. Um, One of the things that I love too, in particular, is that CEA has bilingual workshops available. So a lot of our community is Spanish speaking only. And again, that can be really daunting to think about taxes in general, and then to go into the fact that you don't have somebody who understands and can communicate in the language would make it impossible. But CEA does a lot to help us reach those families who are Spanish speaking.
0: So many of our resources that are on our website are in both English and Spanish. Half of our job is educating people, whether it's donors on how to understand the tax credit and how they can contribute their, their state tax dollars to a scholarship for children. And the other part of it is educating families on how to go through the process just like you. So um, and, and we are always there to help people just as I am sure you are. So Jackie, before we close today, is there anything else that you want to add about St. Mary's or do you want to give your website talk about any upcoming events that are happening.
1: Yeah, so our first round, our priority applications closed January 15th. We were so blessed. We had a a great turnout in terms of how many people ended up applying, but we are still taking applications. It's a rolling um, application cycle. So if anybody's interested in taking a tour or coming on campus um, or applying, we're definitely here to help you through the application process. They can um, visit us online uh smnights.org or they can contact the admissions office directly my number is 602 251 and I am bilingual. So if anybody um, knows of someone who needs a Spanish speaker, I can definitely help them with the application process, both in English and in Spanish. And we love having people on campus um, to tour. So again, because of COVID, we are definitely doing a lot with our mitigation strategies. So we can't have too many people on campus and it is by appointment only. But we would love to have an opportunity to show you what makes St. Mary's so great. So we'd love to schedule something. That's fantastic.
0: Thank you. And and wishing you the best of luck in building the class of 2025. Very exciting. Thank you. For our listeners, if you want to learn how you can create future leaders with Catholic Education Arizona, you can visit our website at ceaz.org or give us a call at 602-218-6542. And again, I want to thank Jackie Kennedy for being part of the podcast today and for everything that she does at St. Mary's High School And also thank you to our listeners for hanging out with us today. It's always a great day at CEA. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.